1: You're a superstar. And that one's deep. Zilla, Christian Lynch, You
0: are Locked On Brewers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ben Larson. You can find me on Twitter at Lockdown Brewers, also at Cheesehead Talks with an S and Facebook.com slash On Brewers. We'll get into some conversation uh, a little bit later on uh, in the the week and weeks about the free agency and what the Brewers are going to do here after the moves made uh, to not uh, get extensions or options picked up as it relates to Chase Anderson and Eric Thames, the big news of the day yesterday and what the Brewers are going to do at first base and the plan that David Stearns has. We're going to play a game called get inside David Stearns head. I haven't figured out the rules yet, or the legality, but uh, <laughs> this is a game we'll play. Or we'll try to play, and it could be something that plays out over you know, a few months here as it relates to what the Brewers are trying to do, and we'll try to get some people on to talk about how the Brewers are approaching this offseason now with some of the initial moves made, who they've uh, added to their 40-man roster, who they have sent uh, packing, who's elected free agency. Uh, it's it's going to be pretty interesting, and, and we knew that coming in. And just to see what the Brewers can do, you know, you feel like, all right, 2020, uh, some of these guys are coming of age now. Some of the, the veterans are, are you know, in their, maybe a little past their prime or just right in the, the center of their prime. You talk about Christian Yelich, you talk about Lorenzo Kane being a little past his prime, but can he rebound offensively? Uh, how about Ryan Braun? Maybe they need to, to, you know, shake up the offense a little bit to be a little more consistent, Particularly in the first five months of the year, you know, of the season, and so what, you know, what do they need to do there? It's, it's again going to be quite interesting, just to see how they manage that uh, with this season and, and their pitching staff. Uh, it's, there's always a lot to it in baseball. Clearly, in football with 53 man rosters in the NFL, there's a ton to it. In baseball, uh, it's it's always interesting how you put together your 40 and and of course your 26 man roster now because that's what it's going to be next year, and how the Brewers look to to attack it in the first uh, few months of the season and what's ahead? Uh, and, and how does it play that they have one of the worst-ranked minor league systems in all of baseball? That's All these questions are, are circling this team as they try to take advantage of the window that they're in, and that might be open for two, three more years here to try and get to and win a World Series. So we'll talk about that, of course, coming up uh, in future shows here. I wanted to focus today on the awards coming up because the finalists were named. We saw that over the weekend. You saw the gold glove center fielder finally with Lorenzo Kane. Earlier, uh, a couple of weeks ago, you saw that Josh Hader won the National League Reliever of the Year. Which, by the way, I don't know why they. I, I don't know the strategy with Major League Baseball, <laughs> with its awards, and announcing them next week when nobody's thinking about baseball i shouldn't say nobody obviously this is a year-round baseball podcast and so i hope you're thinking a little bit about baseball but it just doesn't uh, i don't know if it's having the desired effect i don't think it it does with what the nba did with their award show or what baseball does i know what they're trying to do i know they're trying to to drag it out and have some attention you know be focused back on the game after all is said and done rather than. Giving the award right away, but I always thought it was kind of cool when the MVP would be announced right away and have a chance. But usually, that player was in the playoffs and he'd have a chance for his home fans to cheer him with the trophy and that sort of thing. A cooler moment than maybe you know, Christian Yelich was with with friends and a few teammates in California last year, and you know when the MVP was announced. But anyway, that's a little bit of a sidebar. Uh, point is that those announcements, those awards, are being handed out uh, next week, but we know the finalists. And I am intrigued. <laughs> I am very, very intrigued about what's going to happen. November 12th, uh, next Tuesday, and then November 14th, next Thursday. Uh, on the 12th, the Manager of the Year award is given out. A lot of people thought, people are saying, uh, that uh, that Craig Council should have won last year. And he's in there again with with a familiar face, Brian Snitker, who won it for the Braves last year. <laughs> uh, but Council is once again a finalist, this time Mike Schilt, who I would guess is the favorite to win for the Cardinals, although I haven't looked at odds. Maybe I should look at the Vegas odds. I just haven't uh, looked yet. So we'll talk about that uh, coming up in a minute. And then also the uh, finalist for MVP. And yes, Christian Yelich. I mean, again, look at the stats. Now, the voting was already done, of course, weeks ago. So you know, it is what there's no convincing anymore of, of anyone. And I think people just sort of assumed when Yelich went down with the, the broken kneecap that the award was out the window. But then you turn around, you look at the stats and talking about regular season accomplishment and look at where they're at. And I, you know, he's, I, I think he had the best year. I'm biased completely, but I think he had the best year. So we'll talk about that uh, coming up as well. Uh, and, and I'll do that right after this uh, little timeout. Your lockdown brewers. Timeout to talk about sex. I mean, come on, you knew it was coming. Gotta talk about sex. You think about it all the time, or a lot of the time, or sometimes, whatever. Blue Chew can help, when you think about it, uh, make it better, right? You, you, it's got the same active FDA ingredients as Cialis and Viagra, and it's chewable, so it acts faster. And there's a lot of great things about Blue Chew. For instance, you can go online and get a prescription. You can have it shipped discreetly to your door so nobody, uh, n- nosy neighbors or whoever's going to look at it or maybe worse off, your kids. Uh, <laughs> you can look at it and say, what's this, Daddy? Uh, no, no, it's discreet and you know it, it has the fast-acting ingredients because they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast. And it's all there for you, very affordable. In fact, we want to make it even more affordable. If you go to bluechew.com, again, blue like the color, bluechew.com, and use promo code MLB, you'll get your first order for free. All you got to do is pay the shipping. So first order for free, all you got to do, pay the shipping, and they'll send it to you in that discreet package, and you can try it and see what you think. Again, bluechew.com, go check it out, promo code MLB. The better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast.
1: This lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, takeout, cook more at home, But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting Shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together for a limited time. Right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on that's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert
0: peloton is offering a limited time offer get a hundred dollars off accessories when you purchase the peloton bike and a great cardio workout at home go to onepeloton.com and use promo code locked to get started all right, so the award season is uh, is here. It's been here for a while. The uh, finalists are announced. It's a, a nice side story, <laughs> I guess, to end the baseball season and begin the off season. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens next week. They're going to give out the awards next week for a few categories. Again, they've already done it for a couple of them as well, including reliever of the year, which Josh Hader won for the second year in a row. But they're going to give MVP Cy Young, manager of the year, and rookie of the year out for both leagues. Uh, coming up next week. So whatever. (laughs) Again, I don't know about the timing of this, but they've done it for the last few years and maybe several years even, and that's how they do it. And they think it's better. So far be it from me to criticize, although I'm criticizing. Uh, So Brewers have people up in two categories, Manager of the Year uh, for Craig Council and MVP with Christian Yelch. Both of those two are top three finalists to win the awards. And I think it's going to be very interesting because I think you can make a a case for both of them in their respective slots. You know, I don't think anybody's running away with either of these awards. I could be wrong. Maybe the the media who voted on this said, well, the Cardinals weren't expected to do much and Mike Schilt did a lot and, you know, he was great and the Cardinals made the playoffs for the first time in a few years and won the division and got all the way to the uh, divisional round or, or, you know, whatever the, or was it the LCS? I'm sorry. The LCS. You know, when he gets swept, it doesn't even seem like he got there, so whatever. Uh, but they they made it all the way to the LCS uh, where they were swept by the Nationals. And again, this award is a regular season award, so it was voted upon the regular season winner. And it's interesting. Does Craig Council, I, I don't think Snitker did much to win it this year. You know, he won it last year. I, I of course, biased. I thought Craig Council should have won it, but he won it. Uh, the Braves did about the same this year. I mean, they won a few more games, but they did the same. They won their division and bowed out in the in the divisional round. So, you know, does he – is it a, a situation where uh, he should win, uh, where he won last year? I don't know that they improved. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was – my eyeballs got raised a little bit when I saw him as the, the third finalist. But, you know, Schilt, you can make the case. Uh, and they finished ahead of the Brewers, uh, so I get it. And they had a, a better all over overall second half of the season, and you know stormed ahead and took control of the division. And maybe if if the Brewers don't blow that game in Colorado, uh, you know on the second to last day of the season, it's a different story. But uh, you know they did, and so they finished in that second wild card spot. So, uh, does September? make the difference. You know, the fact that Craig Council, when he got the advantage that everybody else got too, but he, he took those players and you know, the, the strategy and the use of the pitching staff and the way he managed things in September led to that 20 and seven record and, and the Brewers making the playoffs when they were so far behind to begin the month. And the fact that he's done it, you know, two years in a row now, uh, where he's had this red hot September, uh, and I think should be generally regarded as a really good manager. You know, I just have said this out loud plenty of times to anyone who would listen. I am on board with Craig Council. I just think he's the real deal. I think he's a great manager. You can always question moves and situations. You question moves typically when they don't pan out, and these guys are humans out there. They're going to blow a lead or, or, you know, give up a home run or whatever the case is going to be. And it's not the manager's fault. You know, so you guys have to, you know, really watch and, and differentiate when it comes to that. But. Uh, Craig Council, I, I just think, has command of that clubhouse, respect of his players. He's produced results from the start. Uh, I really like Craig Council, and I think he's deserving of the award. I wouldn't have a huge problem, even though I hate the Cardinals, <laughs> if Mike Schilt won it, but obviously uh, Craig Council has done this a couple years in a row now, and I, I just like the job he's done. So I, I think he has every opportunity to win the award on on Tuesday here, the 12th. And then you have the MVP award. Okay. So you have Cody Bellinger, Anthony Rendon and Christian Yelich. And when you look at the stats, you know, especially the the important ones and Christian Yelich, uh, won the batting title, oftentimes, you know, very much looked at with his 329 average, led the national league. Bellinger seemed to fade a little bit in his offensive stats, uh, toward the end of the season, uh, Yelich slashed incredible on-base percentage number one at 429 slugging percentage 671 number one in the national league ops christian yelich number one with a 1.1 just a great great uh, stat there for christian yelich as it relates to you know ops and what we pay attention to he had the 44 home runs might have gotten to 50 might not have i don't know for sure but was in the thick of things there and uh you know, I, I Alonzo of New York probably still wins it because he the home run title because he had fifty three. Pete Alonzo with an incredible rookie season, uh, but you know Yelich was the, he had a lot of stolen bases as well. Uh, you know Cuna of the Braves led with thirty seven, but Christian Yelich had thirty. He might have been right up there in that category as well. Uh, so he really had an incredible uh, season one seventy nine OPS plus the average major league. You know the average is 100, and and you get to 179, you're in really, really great territory. That's 10 points higher than Cody Bellinger at 169. So Bellinger had the better war uh, at 9 compared to 7.3 for Christian Yelich, although the offensive war at 7.3 for Yelich was the best in the National League. Uh, Bellinger's, if I uh, can pull it up here, uh, as far as offensive war is concerned, was third at 6.6. Uh, Starling Marte for the, the Diamondbacks had 6.6 as well, so Yellich well clear of the field in offensive war. Again, just look at the stats and, you know, it's a close race. I'm not trying to sit here and say he was head and shoulders. Last year it was obvious Yellich was the MVP because of the finishing kick in the second half and just what he did to lead the Brewers to the best record in the league. You know, and again, so, so you have Bellinger, right? And he helped lead the Dodgers to the best record in the National League, so there's a case there, I suppose. Uh, and just the fact that Christian Yelts got hurt and couldn't play the last two-plus weeks of the season, three weeks of the season, whatever it ended up being. I <laughs> forget uh, the amount of time there. And so that that will you know, probably hurt his chances. I, I think a lot of people just automatically discounted him when he got hurt. But then again, you, you back up and you look at all the stats in the regular season across baseball, all three of these guys were on playoff teams, you know all three of these guys, you know, led their teams in a lot of categories. The Dodgers, though, were a team of stars. I don't know if you can say the same about the Brewers. You can't. Not not nearly like you can about the Dodgers, even though they lost in the playoffs. But again, vote taken before all of this playoff nonsense occurred, right? And so, you know, it's again, it's interesting with with Christian Yelich. Uh he he's every case I think to be a back-to-back MVP. You know, and it's again, it's not head and shoulders above. It's not a slam dunk necessarily, but when you look at the stats, they are compelling. And uh, I, I've been sort of talking about this. There hasn't been a lot of talk about it because of the way his season ended. And if he had finished out the season, you know, and maintained a upper 320s to around 330 batting average, he would have had at least, you would think, four more home runs, you know, over the course of the final three weeks, maybe more. Uh, more RBI, would have crossed over 100. He would have had a few more stolen bases. I mean, he, again, crushing it all season long in OPS. Uh, I, it'd be hard to argue that if he had kept pace with what he was doing, that he would absolutely be the MVP. Uh, but again, we'll see what happens. I, it, I, My gut says I doubt he'll win because human nature just sort of automatically discounted him when he got hurt, right? And that's what we were all thinking. Well, that's it. But he qualified for all these stats, and he finished first in all these stats, and the Brewers made the playoffs, and he was once again a great player and, and came up when he was healthy with a lot of clutch hits uh, to start that Brewers hot streak. So, uh, you know, say what you will about it. I, I just uh, – it'll be interesting. You can tweet me at Lockdown Brewers or at Cheesehead Talks. Give me your thoughts. Who do you think is going to win, Manager of the Year and MVP? Is, is it going to be a, a council and a yellow sweep? Wouldn't that be something? And you would have had the Gold Glover in center field and the reliever of the year in Josh Hader. And maybe you think maybe they had, should have a better record with players like that. I don't know. I do know. I feel like they should have had a better record. It was a disappointing season up until September. But uh, they finished strong, and, and you know, you got to count the whole season. So we'll see. Uh, but, you know, obviously we'll talk about that more next week when it comes through. But just with these finalists all being announced, I think it's an interesting thing. And I think you can certainly make an argument for both Craig Counsel and Christian Yelich, and, and an argument that people should not have a problem with should they win. So uh, we will, of course, like I said, uh, be keeping track of that and talk about it uh, on Tuesday and Thursday's shows next week to see uh, what happens in that department. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow to talk a little more about the, the free agent situation, the player movement situation, what is in David Stern's head. That's the theme of the offseason. We're going to change the podcast title to get inside David Stern's head or inside David Stern's head. Okay. Just because that's what we're trying to figure out here, you know, and it's going to take a while to all play out, but what are the Brewers thinking? What kind of moves are they going to make? Are they going to be at least semi-aggressive free agency? What is their payroll limit? Very interested in that question and who they're going to go after and will they be able to put an offense on the field next year? Uh, a lot of holes to fill at this point. So we'll talk about that throughout the rest of this week and looking forward to it. You can always find me at Twitter. Uh, I'm at CheeseheadTalks with an S at the end. And again, i uh, love for you to tweet me your thoughts on who wins MVP, who wins Manager of the Year with Craig Council and Christian Yalich being in the fight for it. At Lockdown Brewers as well as the show. Uh, Twitter handle, facebook.com slash Lockdown Brewers. Go rate and review the podcast. Tell a friend if they're jonesing for baseball through the offseason. You can find it right here uh, with Lockdown Brewers. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can subscribe to the show on the new Himalaya Podcast app as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Also, when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcasts, Lockdown Brewers. I'm Ben Larson. We'll talk again when we deliver your daily Brewers fix right here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Brewers,